we got to bring in our good friend, the coach. And uh, I know that he's uh, got all the TVs going himself. And uh, he's not actually in the madness on the sidelines, which uh, I wonder if he's a little itchy with that. We'll find out. We're talking about the uh, Hall of Fame coach himself, the former, of course, UNLV head coach, Illinois, K-State, uh, Oklahoma, and uh, the list goes off Florida. Did I, did I forget? Texas Pan American. He loves it when I throw that one in there as well, too. Lon Kruger joins us. Lon, how you doing, my friend? Doing great. Well, uh, you'd be happy, Lon. Okay, I'm sporting the purple and white today of K-State. Okay, uh, for, for you, and, and I like the Wildcats today. What do you think of that? I like it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Opening round of the tournament. What, what are your what are your thoughts after a wild, crazy first round yesterday, and then more craziness today? That's pretty much what everyone uh, was expecting in terms of uh, some upsets. Uh, the four thirteen games have been uh, really good. Of course, uh, Arizona is the two getting beat. Uh, it seems like it's happening more and more each year. And uh, imagine uh, more excitement tonight and uh, going into the weekend. So, what is an opening round like? For a coach, I mean, kind of, kind of take us through that, and uh, I guess the prep, especially for that first game. You know, you go back and you you look at you know the selection Sunday, and then you see who your opening round is, and you don't have much time really to prepare for that one, and especially you're going to face someone that you know you're really not familiar with. Uh, kind of take us through that process. Well, number one, it's a nice reward to the players. Uh, you know, you can never take for granted to get the NCAA tournament because it's hard to do. It's hard to win conference games, and uh, earn that uh, NCAA bid is very special. And then you've got uh, three or four days as a coach in, uh, in preparation to help your team get ready for the first-round opponent. Uh, it's different from conference play because it is something new and uh, not as familiar. But uh, great excitement, great enthusiasm, and uh, dealing with uh, a lot of the media interviews, you're dealing uh, with players being excited, families' uh, transportation to the arenas, uh, to the to the sites. So a lot of things going on, and uh, yet it uh, doesn't take away uh, the satisfaction of getting there. Mm-hmm. When you're prepping your team for the beginning of the tournament, that very first game, you know, you especially if you're a higher seeded team, and you've been in this situation yourself with, with several of your teams, you don't want to be one of those upset specials. Okay, you don't want to be on the opposite end of what Virginia went through yesterday or what Arizona went through yesterday. So, how do you best handle that uh, in, in in talking to your team and prepping them uh, for them before you hit the floor for the opening game? That's really done throughout the year. Uh, you know, coaches talk about uh, playing each position like it's the most important one. Each game, not ever overlooking an opponent. Uh, and uh, and I think the key is to do what you've done to get there, especially if you're a higher seed. If you're a lower seed, uh, 14, 15, then perhaps you got to do something different to try to, you know, uh, you know, mess up the game a little bit. But uh, a higher seed especially, do what you did to get there. You've been a good team all year and and uh, stick to your identity and uh, take every possession as, uh, as significant and uh, play like you play like you've done all year. 
I mean, as a coach, Lon, do you feel that you can really just throw these seeds right out the window? Because when you look at, like, what Kennesaw State did today, I mean, they came in there just more aggressive than Xavier, and then and Xavier felt tense. Uh, they ended up winning the game because Kennesaw State finally kind of ran out of gas and, you know, uh, made one bucket in the, in the last, like, five and a half, six minutes of that game. And the same thing with Arizona. I mean, they, they were playing well, then they went cold in the last four and a half minutes uh, of the game here. So... Just, just kind of, you know, talk about, you know, going through those emotions and facing a team that you know is not scared of you, that you think that maybe they w- they they should be or they will, but they come in with just this tenacity and they they're just playing so loose while the higher seeded team looks like they're playing very very tight. That's very true, and oftentimes the the lower seeded team might be a more veteran team, might be an older team. Guys have been uh, three, four, or five years in a program, but yeah, from a coaching standpoint, you don't you don't talk about the seeds. You don't you don't talk about uh, you know that at all. You, you talk about uh, getting ready to compete and do as well as you can on every position, and uh, and hopefully, uh, as you've done all year, that soaks in uh, to the players and the players handle it well. How difficult is it when you are have the quick turnaround from game one to game two when you're in that region? So for the teams that played yesterday, okay, they got to come back and, and play tomorrow against a, a team more than likely that they're not very familiar with. Uh, talk about the, that that prep, and do you get into the situation where you are looking ahead, you know, prior to that first game, so you can do the scout on them, or or, or talk a little bit about what that time frame is in that 48-hour window from game one to game two. Well, as a head coach, you're, you're preparing only for the game on Thursday, the first-round game. Uh, each assistant is assigned uh, to one of the, you know, each of the two teams that are that are potential you know, opponents in game two. But the head coach, the uh, the players, they aren't thinking about game two at all. It's all uh, it's all on game one, and uh, and then of course it is a quick turnaround, and uh, it's equal for both teams. But that's where you go back to, to playing to your strength. You know, sticking to your identity, and again, doing what you've done all year, and uh, you know, having that good foundation. Long Kruger joins us. Uh, a storied career as a head coach. Been in retirement now for uh, a little over a year. Talk to us about uh, your opening round game experiences, Lon. You get give me give me a best opening game moment. Do you, do you got one locked in that uh, in that uh, brain of yours? Not necessarily one game. Uh, they're hard to win. You know, games are hard to win all year long. But especially in the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, the, the the pressures are a little bit different. The uh, the, uh, the intensity is a little bit different. Uh, the officiating is a little bit different. Uh, you know, typically it's a lot more physical game. Uh, a lot of contact. Uh, you got to be ready to, to handle all of that. Of course, in the Big Twelve, uh, it was a very physical game all year long. So that uh, kind of helped with that transition to tournament play. But uh, no, games are hard to win. If you get that first one, you, you feel awfully good. There's only 33 seconds left, and of course, if you get that uh, out of that first weekend, you feel pretty special. Well, I know you've had a lot of opening round wins, and, and we always know as coaches, right, that the the losses you remember more than those wins. I hate to bring it up, but uh, I, I want to ask you: Is there a, an opening round loss? Did you ever suffer one of those? And those, the, talk a little bit about that if you can remember. <laughs> I don't know that I recall the specifics, but uh, certainly there were some opening round losses. You know, uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's just gut wrenching when when you're you're right there, you know everything's on the line, and it goes down to the wire. And you know, uh, we had a we had a final four game uh, 
against Duke in the semifinals and up 13 early in the second half in the semifinal game. And uh, Grant Hill makes a couple threes, uh, uh, which he hadn't you know, shot a lot of threes on the year, but that uh, changed the flow of the game. And then we uh, we got an offensive foul charge call uh, in the last possession of the game. So uh, those, those stick with you for a while. And uh, and uh, yet all of our hearts. Lon Kruger joins us. Uh, so many uh, victories for you in a tournament, you know, uh, taking two teams to a Final Four. Talk a little bit about the key components to winning in this tournament. What what do you really need to focus on as a coach? Like we, we were talking about the prep and everything, but just going through the course of the tournament, uh, what are the key components that is needed to cut down the nets at the end? It starts with having good players. I don't know that anyone advances to the, to the Sweet 16 or the Final Four without without really good players. And then you got players that trust each other, players that are that are playing for each other, that are laying on the line for each other, they're taking care of their respective responsibilities, and and uh, you know, just uh, playing with playing with a, a joy and an excitement and enthusiasm. And uh, and typically those teams that advance are feeling pretty good about what they're doing. Lon, talk a little bit about uh, your former uh, programs. I know that we've talked before about that you like to to follow them still. Um, and we mentioned K State; they're they're in action uh, here tonight. Uh, have you got a chance to to, to look at the Wildcats uh, much this year? I did have a chance to, to watch them quite a few times uh, during the course of the year. Uh, Coach Tang, in his first season, uh, they were picked last in preseason polls with the transfer portal. Those uh, preseason polls don't mean too much anymore because you don't know really what the team's going to look like uh, given the uh, all the transfers. But uh, they've done a great job. Yeah, they uh, finished right there, the top uh, part of the Big 12, and had uh, some huge wins on the year and, uh, what, number three seed going into the NCAA tournament. So uh, Coach Chang and the, and the guys have done a great job. Mm. All right. Uh, the Mountain West teams, uh, San Diego State gets a victory yesterday, and the conference – has come under a lot of scrutiny for not really winning a game, I believe, since 2018. Four teams were there again this year. Why do you think that, that the Mountain West teams have struggled long in the tournament? Well, the opposition is really good. Uh, that's part of it. It's really good to see San Diego State you know, get that uh, get that win, to break the streak you know, of the conference. Uh, so when you go in, when you go in as a San Diego State, the five seeds, so they're playing the game in which they're favored. But if you go in there as an eight, nine, or, or below, lower, then you're obviously playing an opponent that's equal uh, with regard to expectations uh, or better. So uh, those, those games are hard. Uh, but getting four teams in last year, getting four teams in again this year, uh, kind of indicates that the Mountain West has probably been as good as it's maybe ever been over these last few years, which is great for the league, and, and hopefully San Diego State can uh, uh, get into that second weekend. Mm-hmm. T.C. Martin, Marco D'Angelo in the house with us here at the Westgate in the Superbook, and Lon Kruger joins us. Yeah, Lon, a uh, question for you, and we talked about that first game to the second game. Me as a handicapper here in Vegas, you know, we're trying to beat the line, and I always do look at coaching, and to me, I felt in game one, the coaching edge doesn't come into play as much as it does in game two because game one, you've got three or four days to prepare for your opponent. But when you've got that 48-hour turnaround for a coach that maybe hasn't been there yet or doesn't have the experience, 
how much of an edge do you think you've had? Because, one, you've been a, an excellent coach, and obviously you've got tons of experience. Did you feel that gave you a leg up going into the, the turnaround game? I always felt good about the second game if, if we had better players than the other guys. <laughs> you know, but the, and it really, that, that's so, there's, there's so much to that. It's about making shots. It's about uh, taking advantage of uh, mismatches. And, uh, and all coaches do a pretty good job of that. So, uh, yeah, we uh, appreciate the kind words, but uh, we usually won games when we had better players. Long, we're here at the uh, Superbook uh, with our good friend uh, Jay Cornegay. I know that uh, he's uh, seen you around UNLV uh, quite a bit. Jay, you got a question for Long? <laughs> hey, Coach, how you doing? Uh, uh, Jay, I'm good. How you doing? Uh, good. I saw you over at the uh, Mountain West uh, tournament, and uh, it was great seeing you. Uh, it was a great tournament. We really enjoyed it. I was hoping the Rebels would pull out a, a win or two, but uh, that comeback was epic. It was uh it, it really shows the determination that they really have there. But I'm, I'm going to, Coach, I'm going to go off the rails a little bit here. I know you're local here now. I know you're a stick. I'd like to know what your top three courses are here in town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there are a lot of good courses in town. You know, I'll, I'll go with the ones that have been supportive of our uh, Coaches versus Cancer event. You know, we do that. This will be the 16th year we uh, do that. We bring coaches in from around the country, and uh, we play that event at uh, at Southern Highlands and Cascada and uh, Shadow Creek. Now we're adding PPC Sumlin this year. So uh, those four courses, uh, you know, are very supportive and uh, they've done a great job in, uh, in raising uh, dollars uh, in the fight against cancer. Well, that's excellent. Yeah, it's a great cause. And those are great courses, but more importantly, a great cause. Uh, that it totally makes sense. I'm, I'm over at the country club every now and then, so if you ever want to get out there, you let me know. <laughs> we'll do it. We look forward to it. <laughs> See, I'd like to know who's given whose strokes between oh, uh, Lon and Jay Cornegay here. Who's, who's given uh, whose strokes? Oh, geez. Coach has given me at least five aside. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Lon? That's not, uh, that's not, that's not right at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I've lost a few bets on the first hole, but uh, we, we, we're not going to lose this one. <laughs> that's great. Uh, speaking of coaches versus cancer, and we always like talking about that when we have uh, Lon on. Uh, and again, that event coming up here uh, in in a few months again, just uh, so great. And uh, now that you're you're here, Lon, does that that does that help you? I know you were back and forth before, but now that you are you know a, a permanent resident here in Las Vegas, is uh, is that is that help you with the preparation and everything for the coaches versus cancer event? Well, it does to a certain point for sure. Uh, again, the key to that event, we've got great sponsors. Uh, MGM Grand uh, Resorts, uh, they do a great job. We stay at Park MGM. And the golf courses, of course, are very supportive. Other sponsors, uh, Sanford Health has been our signature sponsor for uh, five or six years now. So that's great. The coaches from around the country come in and, uh, and give their time. They bring their boosters and uh, become kind of a reunion. But, uh, yeah, we raise a lot of dollars. Uh, you know, we have a good time, but we don't lose sight of, the, of why we're here. And that's to raise dollars to give the uh, physicians, the doctors, uh, more more equipment to, to get the good results. Well, you and Barb uh, are, are great advocates and have done a fantastic job for a number of years now. And I know that, uh, that we appreciate it and everyone here in, in Las Vegas uh, appreciates it. And again, a lot of benefactors and all the money that you guys have raised uh, over the years. So we appreciate that. 
before we let you go, Lon, let's talk about the, the teams that you've been most impressed with during the course of this season. And uh, I don't know if you're filling out a bracket or not, but I, I want to know who's in that long Kruger Final Four. <laughs> well, you, you got to give uh, you know some credibility to the to the one seeds because they've done a great job all year. I don't think the separation between the ones and the rest of the field is what it might be typically. You know, in, uh, in most years, uh, if all the ones get out of the first round, I'd, I'd be a l- or the first weekend. You know, that'd be unusual. You know, given the the way the, the parity is kind of set in there, but. Uh, I really like what UCLA's done, despite the two injuries. You know, they, I think, played really well down the stretch. Uh, I thought Arizona would go away. Of course, that got disrupted very quickly. So that would say they've been impressive uh, on the year as well. But uh, now I think uh, Houston now is dealing with injuries. Uh, uh, Alabama's probably, you know, they got all the distractions. I mean, it seems like there's different things with different teams. Uh, Coach Self at Kansas that uh, are kind of making it more difficult to, to, to you know, I'm, I'm not setting the line, unfortunately, but the people that are doing it, I'm sure they deal with a lot of uh, input that they normally don't have. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you, you got a winner for us? Who, who do you think's cutting down the nets? Well, I'll go with UCLA. I like what they've done. Yeah. I think they're really hardened and they're competitive and they've, uh, you know, they've come through the, the injuries and and even though a little short-handed based on what they would like to have, I uh, like what Vic's doing out there. All right, Long, we'll let you get back to the games. We greatly appreciate it. We look forward to hopefully talking with you a little bit more during the course of the tournament. But I appreciate you taking time out today. Always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, All right, there's Lon Kruger, the head coach, uh, the legendary head coach the, in the College Basketball Hall of Fame. And, again, uh, great run here, of course, at UNLV. And then uh, most recently at Oklahoma, uh, just settling into retirement. And those great teams that he had back at Florida and Illinois, K-State. And I'd like to mention where he started there, Texas Pan American.